Broadcasting live from Buffalo State College, here is The Blitz on 91.3 FM. Welcome to The Blitz on 91.3 FM WBOI Buffalo, Buffalo's original alternative since 1982, brought to you by the Buffalo State Student Activity Fee. My name is Double D, also known as Dan Dale. I got a pretty packed house today. No Joe Cowley, no Evan Harrington, but I do have a tank. I have a Frankenstein. Ski. And I also have a Braden Hayes. Yo. And I have a new guy, Owen Reed. Yeah, welcome. Hello. Uh, Owen, why don't you tell us about yourself and why you're here? Well, uh, I am a big uh, football fan ever since uh, probably like right around before, or right around when high school started. I was a really big Bills fan, first started getting into the football thing, and it has just been everything I've like ever talked about. And it is like this whole thing, have a tradition where I wear a buffalo head. Uh, ever started, uh, ever since senior year started, I always wear a buffalo head, whole outfit, face paint, the whole thing. Buffalo is like, in the sports have just been like my life for the past couple of years. And just being able to talk down or sit down, talk with people about football and just other sports in general just sounds like awesome to me. So that's why I'm here. All right. That's amazing. I mean, so you've been doing the whole setup, face paint, buffalo head, jersey, for, like, how many years now? Since the beginning of senior year, so the beginning of last year, because there's a lot of hype around the Bills at that time. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody was, like, super hyped about them. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wear a, my buffalo head because I got it for Halloween a couple years ago. So I figured I'd just go all out for the first week, and people at my school just loved it. So I was like, you know what? Why not, why not make it a weekly thing? You know, make my senior year a little more memorable. And it was awesome. So I'm... Might as well just continue the experience for as long as I can. So you were just known as Buffalo Head Guy. <laughs> yeah, like the Buffalo <laughs> Man. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, hey, pretty cool title. Hey, it's not bad. I, I mean, I you were around campus now. I mean, what have have you gotten any like big comments from teachers or students or you know what are your funniest things you hear while walking around? Oh yeah, like uh, not so much my professors. A lot of my, most of my professors don't uh, talk too much bills. But there was this one time I was walking with one of my buddies down campus, and one of the construction guys who's on the second floor. I just hear right around me, like just out in the air. I just hear, hey, and I look around, <laughs> and then I see a guy up on the second floor of a building out of the window, and then I look at him like, oh, hey, hey. he's like, let's go Buffalo. <laughs> and I was uh, like, awesome. That is amazing. Uh, so glad you could join us. Uh, even if it's only for the first hour. Yes, thank you for jo- Thank you for letting me come on. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, anytime. We love having new people on the blitz. Absolutely. Or else it would just be uh, what? What are the, we calling the Tank and Dan show? The Tank and Dan show. Yeah, that is true. That is what we call. We are calling ourselves when we are alone. Sounds like a pretty good show to me. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. Um, but let's get right into the swing of things with all things NFL because we got to talk about it. And last night was the Thursday night football game of Detroit versus the Green Bay Packers. Detroit came on top. David Montgomery had a three-touchdown day, 30 carries, over 100 yards. And here's where I get to my rant. I know what your rant is about. <laughs> here's where I get to my rant. And... You guys will will listen uh, and figure out how rants go here, with at least me. I get very loud and very annoyed very quickly, especially when it comes to freaking fantasy football. I play fantasy football every single year, and I'm like, oh, look at this rookie who got drafted six overall in this past.
Ashcraft to Detroit Americans. Oh, what a beautiful shining light. And they don't use him. They don't freaking use him. The offensive coordinator came out and said, oh, we're going to use him in different ways that nobody's ever seen before. Yeah, the ways are is him sitting on the bench. Come on, Detroit. You run the ball so freaking much, and all you can do is David Montgomery up the middle. I have a personal vendetta against the Lions offensive line because at this point, every run I've looked at of Gibbs has, like, just collapsed immediately. But Montgomery, oh, it's the best blocking in the world. Like, what is happening here? Do you just hate rookies? Do you just want David Montgomery to be good? I don't know. I don't care. Run the dang ball with Gibbs. I mean, yeah, I have to agree, Dan. I mean, when you pick up a rookie, <laughs> when you pick up a rookie with the sixth pick, you kind of expect him to be immediately make an impact on the team, which he's shown glimpses of, of course. But I mean, David Montgomery is an absolute astounding running back. But I mean, to not use Jameer Gibbs and just have him on the sideline while David Montgomery is absolutely eating up those uh, carries, it's gonna be a little frustrating, you know, for you, any fantasy users, and just fans of Jameer Gibbs himself. You know, you want to see the young man succeed in the NFL, especially against, I would say, a great team in Detroit now. You want to see him succeed right. and hopefully lead the team, make the playoffs. You know, put a little you know emphasis on his mark on the team and their road to the playoffs. So, you know, it's a little frustrating. But, Dan, it's week four. I know we've been saying this since week two. I've been starting him since week one. That's your problem. I have Najee <laughs> Harris. Calm down, all right? My, okay. problems, are, my problems are worse. But, um, <laughs> you know, we just got to give him some time. You know, this team, they know what they're doing. I don't think MCDC Dan Campbell is going to sit there and be like, ah, I don't know what to do with him. They know what they're going to do. They're going to figure it out. They're going to see Jameer Gibbs produce way on. Maybe next maybe next game, uh, later down the season. But you're going to see a lot more Jameer Gibbs this season, and I promise you that. You know, I do want to throw out there, uh, I started Aaron Jones, so I'm also not doing that well in fantasy, only two points. But, um... Just the fact that the Lions were able to, like, shut down the run almost like that. Like, the Packers couldn't get anything going in that run game. And, yes, it did hurt my fantasy team. I'm not as big on fantasy as you are, Dan. But it was the Lions' defense really balled out in that game. And uh, Deion Branch, I know he got uh, banged up a little bit. But uh, I heard he should be okay, so that's good for the Lions. But, man, just the defense for the Lions just played an outstanding game last night. Brayton, your thoughts on last night's game? Um, I agree with you. Um, Gibbs should have got the ball a lot more, considering, let's see, um, yeah, Montgomery, 32 carries, Jameer Gibbs, 8, like, at least split it, and um, Brian Branch, that is kind of scary, because, I mean, just that young, and then he got hurt, uh, he got taken out on a cart, right, and then just right back in from there, um, injured again, hopefully he's gonna be good, um, I can't really find an update on him, though. Um, I, I mean, probably there won't be an update until, you know, next day or two. Probably come out something tomorrow. Saturday's always a slow day. So something always comes out injury-wise Saturday. Frank, we kind of know that. What happened Saturdays? Oh, my God. Nothing? You don't listen to me. Sorry. I'm having a... I, I had a Red Frank, Bull. Frank, you never listen to me. This is the problem. What do you mean I never listened to you? <laughs> I just had to listen to you bass boost my ears to death. And you say I don't listen to you? Maybe there's a reason, Daniel. <laughs> don't don't mock me. I will mock you all I want. No, overall, great game from the Lions. Uh, but Jordan Love, you know, maybe 
broke the hearts and the love of you Packers fans last night. Thank you so much. Is that a laugh track you're putting on? I appreciate it. I'll, I'll give you a couple of claps. Are you giving me a laugh track? You should. I'm a punny man. I'm funny. Uh, I, I'm not going to give you uh, a laugh track. Too bad there's an ad, so I can't play what I want to play right now at this moment. I hate you. Oh, it's gonna be the <gasps> well, it's YouTube. Oh, that's your problem. No, it's not. No, you you don't know what's coming, Frank. I'm a little scared. Hold on. Don't, don't ever expect. Rogers told his teammates he's not coming back. He's one of the it's best just players. 10, baby. I'm just 10. Jordan Love wants to prove. The, this is always just going to be behind whenever we talk about Jordan Love. I know that Gosling don't know what to do. Being Barbie's number two. I try following in the footsteps of a guy. Who's headed to the Hall of Fame? It's driving me insane. Ken thinks he's got it bad himself. Try living in the shadow of number 12. Cause I'm just 10. Ken hates that Barbie doesn't love him. You just try winning the love of thousands of drunken Packers fans. Whoa! It, it is the most amazing parody song I will ever hear about Joy Love. Oh my god. It, it is just amazing. I wanted to play this last time, and mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to. So I need it. Right as you brought up Joy Love. But Joy Love actually has been doing, I think, better than everybody expected. Oh, I expected absolutely. In the absolute. sense of uh, touchdowns being at least... I don't want to say consistent because he's not consistent in the sense of how he throws the ball. He looks competent on the football field. Right. He looks confident. He looks like he knows what he's doing. I mean, he made a couple of wrong reads last night. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one interception, Dobbs came back at a curl, and it was supposed to be a fake to draw the safety down so he could go past and go into the corner of the end zone. And, of course, uh, Love was under pressure, and he just said, Screw it, he's looking at me, let me throw it. And, of course, right at that moment, Dobbs just turns around. And and I saw him in the end zone just complaining. He's, like, jumping up and down, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, hey, I mean. You're going to get those. I, I mean, it is his first full year, hopefully. I mean, we are four weeks through. He doesn't have the greatest completion percentage. But he's been able to lead drives. He's been able to have good certain drives. Lead where, game-winning drives as well. Right. So it, it's not like he's having a bad year overall. It's just there's certain moments where I think he could do better or could get better, but it only comes with time, and that's why he didn't get a lot of. So this is kind of like his quote-unquote rookie year. Yeah, basically. I, I mean, this is how he's going to learn. He only got a couple of games when Rodgers was out with covid Mm. Um, and that was against the Chiefs. Yeah, and Brent, I'm so sorry, but he already looks ten times better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna bring that up. I mean, it could be worse in Green Bay. That like just seeing other quarterbacks, especially what's going on in uh, New York. So it's like Jordan Love, he's doing fine. Yeah, I think he is. If he's able to learn and adapt and be able to, um, you know, work on his craft and be able to read defenses better just scope the field and able to make those throws 
that you make under pressure to a um, viable target like Romeo Dobbs. Christian Watson returning, gets his first touchdown back. So, I mean, Packers fans, maybe this isn't going to be the season that they kind of hoped for. Honestly, you know what? No, this is they probably thought the worst for this season. And seeing Jordan Love kind of be a competent quarterback in the pocket, I think, you know, you've kind of expected worse. And for what you've got, I, I can't see them complain too much. Because I think Jordan Love is going to be a guy that's able to adapt and learn and could potentially become that franchise quarterback going, you know, for since the 90s and be able to, you know, continue that lineage of just franchise quarterbacks for the Packers. Yeah, I don't want to take anything away from uh, Jordan Love last game because I know he did have a couple picks and stuff. But looking at the numbers, the first three weeks, weeks one through three, he had one sack in each of the first three games of the year. This game uh, last night against the Lions, he took five sacks. So he has never been under the kind of pressure that he was last night. And it, it, it again, with like the learning curve and everything, because, you know, this is like his first, like you said, like hopefully full year under center. So I think so far from what I've seen from him, I've been very impressed with Jordan Love so far. And then again, it is very early in the season. I think uh, Jordan Love could definitely be really good this season. Uh, he's I think so far he's been showing it besides obviously last night. But uh, yeah, I think Jordan Love is so far is trending in the right direction. Yeah, it doesn't help uh, when you get sacked five times that you don't have your great tackle, David Bakhtiari, who just went on IR for another four weeks. I mean, I don't want to say it's the end of it for him, but it's coming close. He's been on the injury report and on IR way too much lately. And he's getting up there in age. He's just not, you know, he's just, he can't stay healthy. It's not his fault, but... You know, you got to know at some point your body can only take so much, and I, I think it's almost time for Bakhtiari to call it a career, um, unfortunately. But we do have some breaking news. And, Frank, since you showed me it, I'll allow you to break the news. I mean, we have two pieces of breaking news. We have two pieces of breaking news? <laughs> One's a contract uh, situation going on between the Rams and tight end Tyler Higby. They've agreed to a new three-year contract extension with a base of $27 million and a max value of $30.5, and $17 million of that is guaranteed. So, you know, good for the Rams on picking up their, I mean, I would say franchise tight end, who has been... Oh, Higby's been He's been a top... There's so many good tight ends in the league right now that it's... I would say he's on the fringe of top 10. I would... I was going to say top 10. Okay. I, I just think he's like 11. He's just outside. Yeah. But, like, I mean, he's, for the talent that they have and, you know, obviously missing Cooper Cup, he's been a pivotal role in helping this Rams team be better, way better than we thought they were going to be. So, I mean, good for him. I'm glad he's getting paid. You know, I think every player should um get paid what they're deserved. And I think that deal is a decent deal for Tyler Higby and the way he's played football. Yeah, I think uh, Tyler Higby also doesn't doesn't get enough credit for um, the success of Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell. Yeah, I mean that is Stafford's go-to checkdown guy, no matter what. I mean he will go through all his progressions and he will still go to Higby, no matter what. Um, but luckily, I think they've said, "Hey, let's look at Higby. Let's attack him." and make sure he can't make the throw to Higby. Have him throw to Anakua in a rookie year. Tutu Atwell, who isn't known for catching. I mean, they haven't used Van Jefferson at all this year. They haven't used Ben Skoranek. I, I mean, it's shocking how that wide receiver room just took like a 
complete 180 flip. Um, and the only thing that really stayed the same was the tight end. Yeah. He, he's the only one who really knows that offense in and out. He's been on the Super Bowl team. He knows what he needs to do to win, and he still gets great numbers nonetheless. Yeah, no, he's always going to be, the I would say, other than Cup when he's back, Higby is probably the most consistent player, offensive player that the Rams have. And, and who think, knows? I think we'll see a lot more of Higby once Cup does come back, if he does. Yeah. But <laughs> I have more breaking news. Oh, my God. It's it's funny breaking news. Funny breaking news. It's news that I wish Tanner Saunders was here for. Oh, geez. Our resident rapid genius and expert. But um, if you haven't heard the news, uh, they made a arrest today for Tupac Shakur's murderer. That was supposedly happened in 96. Oh, yes, I did hear about that. And for some reason, the NFL is linked to it. In fact, my fantasy running back, Najee Harris, is somehow linked to it. Why? Steelers running back Najee Harris has told Cassidy underscore Rob years ago that former NFL and UCLA head coach Jim Mora told him during a recruiting visit he knew who killed Tupac. That man was reportedly arrested today. What? Huh? What? How did head, got thoughts about that? How did head coach Jim Moore know who killed Tupac and that man was arrested today? How did Najee Harris know and not tell anybody? Well, how many people has Jim Moore told during recruiting visits? Right, but like who else is Hey, you wanna like, come why to UCLA? You, you wanna come to UCLA? I know who killed I know Tupac. Tupac bro. What? What what a bring. UCLA just we had that under our belts the whole year. All these years. By the way, shout out um, Tupac Shakur's family for hopefully finally getting some justice served on his um, untimely death. And, you know. But what an odd story. That I, I mean, it popped up and I was like, no. I just, I don't. That just can't be. I, I mean. I don't know how that's a piece of news that comes out today. But I, hey. I saw that, you know, it, it was that they made an arrest. But I didn't hear the whole Najee Harris story. No, this came out 40 minutes ago. I mean, I don't... why did they sweep this under the rug? I would have loved to know this. I just want to know why Jim Mora, out of all people, knew. Like what? Right, and then how many people has he told? And how many of those people know and just didn't say anything? They probably just thought he was you he know, was cuckoo talking out of his butt. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> good for Najee Harris knowing this the entire time, and good on Jim Mora using it as a recruitment tactic. Yeah, what a I recruitment guess. tactic. I I. I don't know what to say to that. I really don't. I told you some wacky breaking news. I mean, there was more. Um, there was one more thing uh, on the uh, idea of arrest. I mean, Chandler Jones got arrested uh, for, I believe. Uh, it had something to do with it wasn't domestic violating violence. a protective order. Yeah, that's what it was. And. It, it was just two counts. He'll probably be released later today, they said. Um, what is going on with Chandler Jones? I don't know. I was just going to say, I saw a post uh, right now from the Las Vegas Raiders, like official uh, X page, about 20 minutes ago. And it's just a picture that says, in quote, The Raiders are hopeful that Chandler Jones receives the care that he needs. He, his family, and all those involved are in our thoughts. As this is now a legal matter, we will not be providing any further comment. So I have no idea what is going on with Chandler Jones recently, but just all this crazy stuff going on, and now you start to question like whether he's going to play another down in football, which 
I don't even know what's going on with him anymore, but this is just like super weird and yeah. just out of nowhere as well. What's with the Raiders getting randomly insane players? Just I, just weirdly out of the blue insane. It's ins- <laughs> I, I mean, Antonio Brown. Uh, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Uh, Arnett. Um, let's see. Now you have Chandler Jones. I mean, where do you find these guys? I know. And then the way they say, you know, we hope he gets the help. You're his team. You're like, suppose, like I understand there's not much you can do. And obviously, you know, I think he has a very much disdain for Josh McDaniels for the things yeah. he was saying about him on his Instagram live. What was it? Yesterday night or two nights ago? He was saying some pretty disturbing stuff between him and uh, former tight end Aaron Hernandez and just making some. Oh, jeez. You, you didn't see it? No, I did not. He said um, he just basically um, insinuated that uh, Josh McDaniels had Aaron Hernandez murdered and that he didn't, you know. This un- situation is crazy. And then he started crying on Instagram Live, ended it, and that was kind of like, and when everyone heard that and was watching the live and it was put all over social media, that's when people were like, I think, like, there's something. We need to help him. He was also pointing at a sewer drain and uh, saying all sort of crazy stuff. What? Yeah. <laughs> when was this? Um, I just showed Owen, actually, but he was pointing at the sewer. It's like a minute-long video from the live, but he said uh, he was pointing at it and said, protect Hunter Renfro. Don't touch Hunter Renfro. Do, don't Is touch he really <laughs> calling Hunter Renfro trash? Oh. I, I, I don't know the context of it. I don't know if he does. To be like... And then well, he, that would be what yeah, it is, like, though. Yeah. It, what else goes in a sewer drain? No, no. There, there's more to the video, but that's all I could. Hunter Renfro's like, so good. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's not his fault he's not being used. The Raiders just hate R- Hunter Renfro for some reason. I don't know what it is. I mean, that ever since, ever since AB, I think that team has slowly just taken a deep nosedive. Yeah. And my, like, they just can't stay out of the news. Obviously, the Henry Rugg situation. And now this, you just kind of hope that Chandler Jones gets the help, um, the help that he needs. And who was the, I, I forget, who was the coach who got beat out by uh, Rick Bisaccia? Rick Bisaccia. I, I would like to see what that team would have been. That could be one of the biggest what-ifs. Yeah. Because this is such a different and, you know, weird, crazy team that maybe... Mike Mayock would have stayed an extra year? I don't know, because he had the whole John Gruden thing. Then you have everything go down with the players, and now you have this. I just, I don't know. And even on top of this, you have an unhappy Devontae Adams. Very unhappy. Very unhappy. In fact, very making making it very public that he is unhappy. Mr. I want to trade without saying I want to trade. I mean, it's that's obviously his childhood team. He's loved the Raiders. His dream was to play for the Raiders. He gets that opportunity and doing it with Derek Carr. What's great? Loses Carr. Now this entire Raiders team is kind of dysfunctional. You really don't expect much out of them. Maybe a few wins here and there. And we've talked about it. I mean, McDaniels is not a coach. No. McDaniels is a glorified offensive coordinator. And that's all he should have been. So He just had Tom Brady. It's just, I feel bad for Raiders fans, even though sometimes they're very annoying. But, um... You know, I feel bad for Devontae Adams because obviously playing for a childhood um, dream, an absolute, uh, you know, that's a dream come true for him. For the way it's gone down and the way that they've kind of treated him and that entire team, you know, I don't see why not he, you know, I don't see, I don't see any problem with him wanting to leave. 
you know, honestly, I almost thought there was a chance that the Raiders could have been better than they were last year just because, you know, McDaniels came in and they had Derek Carr for a year and Derek Carr didn't play la well last year. So they were like, all right, we need a guy that can fit the system better. So they found Jimmy Garoppolo. So I was like, oh, okay, this offense could be better, you know, with Garoppolo, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, rushing champion. And just to see him, they're still – they had got to win week one against the Broncos, which I don't know how much of an accomplishment that is I don't think that's anymore. much to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. And now we're entering week four. They're one and two, and they're struggling to move the ball on offense. And we already knew that the defense might have its struggles this year. So they really needed that offense to step up, and the offense just hasn't done it, which is pretty disappointing. And that's got to really put McDaniels in the hot seat there. It doesn't help that Jimmy Garoppolo is still in concussion protocol. Yeah. So there's no guarantee he plays Sunday. So that probably means they're who's, good. Who's the backup? No Time idea. to search the internet. They have a rookie, right? The guy from Purdue, per like O'Donnell or something like that. Oh my God! He was he was showing out in preseason. I remember. I mean, a lot of guys do, but people people like uh, him. They have two. You can either choose Aiden O'Connell, which is the rookie, or you can choose Mister Bald Hem Head himself, oh, Brian no. Hoyer. Oh God! Brian Hoyer is Brian the backup. Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. I is, thought you were gonna say Mike Lennon. I was, like, I was gonna. I was gonna. So Mike Lennon's still in the league. Yeah, yeah. No. Brian Hoyer's still in the league. Oh my god. Oh my god. Brian Hoyer's gonna throw the ball <laughs> to Devontae Adams. <laughs> that is. That is crazy. That you know Brian Hoyer did was the backup for Mac Jones last year. Yeah. Until he got cut. Oh my god. I. I. I don't. There's even breaking news on Mac Jones. Oh my God! What? How is there breaking news on Mac Jones? How are we finding every piece of breaking news? Um, it came on the Callan Coward show. Some guy who's lost all my respect for the way he talks about every single player in the league. But um, I gotta find it. But he basically was talking about um, I get they brought up Mac Jones during the show, and they were like, "I'm not hearing great things about him. Some things not so good things circulating around him." But we're not gonna talk about it right now. And then he pointed to his co-host, and they were like, "Don't put me on the sh don't put me on the spot right now." That's weird so because it, I think Mac's been doing a pretty decent job. That's what I, I thought. He's been looking fine, so I don't know what all this. Unless something has happened, and not revolving his uh, game. Does Bill O'Brien just hate him now? I mean, I, I mean that's always a possibility. It's a we, possibility. We saw what he did as a GM. <laughs> yeah, let's do DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Hey, listen, that was a fine trade at first. Yeah, at first, sure. You're probably one of the only people to think that. No, I also just don't like DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, okay. Yeah, neither do we. I don't, oh. Remember Hail Mary? Yeah. I mean, ridiculous Hail Mary anyway. But I'm trying to find it because it's, it was weird the way they were talking. Because it sounded like it was like... Like something big. It was secretive. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. Like but, that Zappy's gonna get in soon. I don't know. But I, it's the way they talked about it and the way they were so secretive. It didn't seem like it was about his game. I mean, it could like just be playing. clickbait though, too. It could be. It was Colin Coward as a clickbait piece of. He is POS. good. At, he he is good at clickbaiting. You you can't give him any. Any doubts yeah. about if that? If there's guys I hate in the sports media world, he is one of them. All I can think of is uh, the Stephen A. Smith thing when he said, oh, Diggs still wants out of Buffalo, even though he says he wants to stay in Buffalo. And then an hour later, Diggs goes on X and keeps saying, I want to retire a bill. I want to retire a bill. I don't know where he got all this info from. But that's just exactly what it feels like with Colin Coward. Well, with Colin Coward source. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith should only talk about basketball. 
because I have problems with Stephen A. Smith right now and the way he talks about baseball. That is true. Have you seen and you, how he talks about hockey? Did you see what he said about Shohei Otani? No. He doesn't deserve his contract because he didn't help them win, and he didn't bring fans to the stadium. I was their opening day for the Angels this year. I've never seen a more packed stadium in my life. We, we can and then talk- Shohei Otani had a sub-2 ERA yeah. and was league-leading home runs. Yep. He was the actual reason they were winning games. I, and I, I says mean- he doesn't deserve half a billion contract because he's not going to pitch again in two years. Shut up, Stephen A. He's one of the greatest baseball players I've ever seen. Do you just want to go on your own rant here? No, it, he just makes me so... ESPN and baseball make me so mad. Because I think everyone knows baseball is my sport. Right. Like, yeah. I, baseball is my... I will die for it. Right. And Shohei Otani is one of the greatest baseball players I've ever seen. His power is immense. He's one of the most clutch hitters I've ever seen. His pitching is insane. And it's just to sit there and say... And this is two years later after he said... Shohei Otani can't be the face of baseball because he needs a translator. Shut your mouth. This league is run by Cubans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Venezuelans, Ecuadorians. Shut up. And now Shohei Otani is one of the greatest players to ever play a game. I will stand by that. And by the time he retires, he will be one of the greatest to ever do it. And to sit there and say he doesn't deserve that contract because he didn't help win or bring in fans. First off, it's the Angels. So they never really had fans. Except for Mike Trout fans. So to bring in Shohei, who was who leads the league in jersey sales and was the reason they were winning games and were only limited two weeks ago, it it pains me that how much little ESPN and Stephen A. Smith do not care about baseball and don't actually know baseball. And it makes me it it bangers me, as you can hear in my voice and the way I'm not trying to strangle Stephen A. Smith. That was Frank's rant about media men. Not the fancy week. It's, huh? You see what I did there? It's just, you can't talk about Shohei Otani and how much money he doesn't deserve. It's okay, Frank. It's okay. It's over now. It's okay. It's okay. What other breaking news do we have? <laughs> oh, we're going to break. Okay. I was just waiting for you. Um, so, we're going to take a quick break on the Blitz. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about Bill's pregame injury report that came out. One player is out with a knee injury. Uh, If you haven't heard already, we'll get to that in the next segment. Keep listening to The Blitz on 91.3 FM. Miami, last time they recovered an onside kick was the game week 17 of the 2017 season. That's how the Bills end up going to the playoffs. They're just 0 for 2 since what you want the first man down to block and the second man down to try and recover it sanders high up in the air and micah hyde has it and there he goes micah to the house welcome back to the blitz on 91.3 fm my name is still double d and i'm still joined by frank the tank brian hayes and owen reed and it's squash the fish time. We gotta talk about it because I love to talk about killing the Miami Dolphins. Oh my goodness! So well, violent. Well, we've done it pretty much every year except one game. And really, if Josh Allen makes a pass to Isaiah McKenzie, we would be undefeated against them in the past six meetings. That's fine. It's fine. I mean, this is a very different um, Finns team. It's a 
It's an explosive Dolphins team against a pretty good Broncos defense, you know, putting up that 70-piece. But um, Well, they're not that good if they gave up 70 points. Yeah, but when you talk about the Broncos, what's the one thing that everyone says? Oh, they have a decent pass defense. defense. Yeah. And then they can't. They did good against the pass. They have horrible <laughs> against the run. Yeah. Well, I mean, when Tua only throws it, you know, a five-yard check down to Tyreek and all he has to do is juke one or two and he's gone for the races. True. <laughs> you know. Don't have to do much. But I think the Bills' defense can absolutely stop that. But I think uh, before we talk more about the Bills and the Dolphins, which is, of course, a 1 o'clock game. Here are the last 10 matchups against the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh, well, this goes all the way back to 2018, and the Bills won 42 37-20, 31-21, 37-20, 31-28, 56-26, 35-0, 26-11, and then this is Miami's only win, uh, 21 to 19, and then the Bills got the last two wins, uh, 32 to 29, and then 34 to 31. What was that 56 26 game? Uh, it was January 3rd, 2021. It was, oh, that the was Josh the, Allen amazing. Yeah, game. that was when Josh was on one. He was on a he was right. Off, yeah, he was, off he a was on 30. a war path. He he was just going through everybody. Uh, but. What are you guys' thoughts uh, about the Bills and Dolphins game? I mean, what is your biggest worry? What is your um, biggest thing you think the Bills can exploit? Uh, Frank, we'll start with you, and we'll work around this way and then finish with me. Uh, My one worry is that this game should be primetime because I don't think the Giants and Seahawks deserve (laughs) – they don't deserve a primetime game. You know, Seahawks are fine, but Giants don't deserve it, so there should be a primetime game. But – I think honestly, I mean, everyone looks at Dolphins and they look at you know the offensive explosion that they have, but I don't see them being an aggressive team on the defensive side of the ball, which I think Josh Allen and that incredible offense that they have is going to exploit. And that Bills defense, man, they showed against Commanders a pretty well-respected Commanders offense. You know those five turnovers. Uh, Trey White is looking incredible, so I think he's going to be an absolute big factor in this. AJ Epineza looks in um immaculate so i think the bills are going to be fine i think this is a game that they can easily win uh even if you believe the dolphins hype which i kind of don't because when you look at tua and the way he's th- um, throwing the ball he's fine but he still can't really connect on those deep balls he's kind of throwing it short to tyreek tyreek has to kind of step back and do his thing because tyreek is not a conventional wide receiver he just goes out and does whatever he wants and it works for him because he's tyreek hill but um you know, I think the Bills are going to be able to stop the run. Raheem Mostert is going to be, I think he's going to have a tough day. David Achan, he's going to be, uh, if he does come in, the rookie running back, he's going to have some problems with that Bills uh, defensive line. I can see this being not a blowout. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't see it being really a back and forth. I think the Bills take a pretty commanding lead in the first quarter, and the Bills, uh, the Dolphins kind of have to ride that wave and try and get back but I don't think they have it in them to against this really good um, defensive side of the ball with the Bills. So, I mean, not too weird for the Bills here. I think they come out with a pretty nice victory here. I, I'm kind of like on a different side of the spectrum here. I'm actually a little bit worried for this game, uh, especially with uh, the injury report. The one guy ruled out here for the Bills is Jordan Poyer. So you just kind of start thinking when's going to be that because 
I think most people are kind of going to expect it to happen. When's that one big play going to happen where they get to a uh, to a getting a deep ball to Hill or Jalen Waddle down the field? But my biggest concern is probably the uh, consistency of the team because we know when this team can play their best that they can beat anybody in the league, especially a Dolphins team that just put up 70 points in the Broncos. But if they go out and play like a game like they did against the Jets, do I think that's going to happen? No, I think Allen's going to play a pretty good game. But um, especially the run defense in particular. I know you said uh, you think the Bills will be fine stopping the run. But I feel like the defense, like, stopping the run is, like, where we're the most inconsistent. Because a couple weeks ago we held Josh Jacobs, the rushing champion from last year, to, like, negative two yards on the ground. And then just last week we were having a little bit of an issue stopping the run against the Commanders. And seeing the rushing stats for the Dolphins last week, like, they can really pound the rock right now and they're doing that pretty well and the bills over a course of a season are pretty up and down at stopping the run so i'd say that's my biggest concern um i think it will be a really good game uh probably it will be a close game i'm just hoping the game does end up going our way i do also agree that it should be on prime time i mean it is too good of a game to be at one o'clock i have the bills of course um i think it's gonna be close hopefully it's gonna be a shootout um, I Miami different Miami team like Dan said that the um, Bills have controlled every game first Miami for the past whatever how many years was that? Uh, past five years. Now. Yeah, past five years. Um, Bills being home, they'll take it. Close game, hopefully. You made me do math in my head real <laughs> quick. How dare you? Um, no, but I I think that the Bills. It, I, I agree with everything that it's going to be tough. I think the run defense, Puna Ford's not going to be inactive this game. I think you just know it. Puna Ford is your big body guy. Uh, same with Jordan Phillips. I wouldn't be shocked if we see a lot of Jordan Phillips just because he has done well against the run. He's always really good when he's healthy. The only problem is when he's healthy. Jordan Phillips is an unstoppable machine against the run. Um, I think the one key difference that the Bills have to make is to make sure Trey White is not your last line defense for the run because that happened a lot against the Jets and Brees Hall, that it was everybody got shifted a certain way and Trey White was the last guy there and he wasn't able to make the tackle, which, you know, you got 50-50 on that. So, if the Bills can at least have somebody there to back up Trey White, uh, I'm not going to be mad at all. I think we're also going to see a lot of DeMar Hamlin tomorrow. I wouldn't be shocked to see if he's active for the first time this year, especially with Poyer out, just because he was really good against the run. That's the thing. If you want to stop this Mike McDaniels team, they are run forward. They are not pass forward. I don't care if they have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They run a three-headed Hydra in that backfield with Raheem Mozart, David Achan, and Jeff Wilson when he comes back. It is hard to stop that running game. The passing game, Tyreek Hill hasn't had his best games against the Bills. I, I mean, I remember the first game last year, he only had two catches for 13 yards. He barely did anything. Um, and, and that, I think, was still without Trey White. Um, at that time. So now you have a healthy Trey White. Benford's been looking great. Um, 
maybe we even see Elam. I wouldn't be shocked. He did do really good against Miami last year. I believe he was the highest graded defensive player against Miami, uh, according to PFF. And, you know, this would be the time. I mean, some guys just have better games when they're in divisional games. We saw that with A.J. Epinesa a couple of years ago, where all he could do was be good against the Dolphins. Of course, hopefully now that has changed, now that he's getting more reps. But at that beginning part, it was just that he did good against Miami. Um, I, I really hope the Bills come out with a win. They need to come out with a win. It's not really an if anymore. Just to make the division somewhat capable. Because if you lose to Miami, you go to 0-2 in the division record, which means that you pretty much have to win out the other four uh, to have a really good chance of being the number one in the AFC East. Um, this would be the very first step you need to take. So it's going to be a contest. It's going to be a great contest, hopefully. The only bad thing for me is that it's on CBS and DirecTV right now is in a little fight with Nexstar and CBS ain't working. And I hate that. I despise it. You know what I'm going to tell you? Suck it up. Buff streams. Big uh, time. Yeah. You got Stream East. You got Meth Streams. You NF got Crack Streams. You got NFL Bite. We're just here to help you. We're, okay. Illegally or illegally. Whichever way you want it. Well, know that for the future. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, all right. Um, and then, also, uh, since we... Started talking about the injury report. Why don't we get into a little bit? Uh, like Owen said, Jordan Poyer is out with a knee injury after not practicing uh, for three straight days. But then you also have pretty much everybody else uh, who was injured in full. Wait, wait, what are you doing? I'm a vodka dalvering you. Why are you doing that? You, you have drawn my attention away from a very important point. Continue. Thanks. I'm glad I got your confirmation that I could continue. Uh, Frank, stop it. <laughs> but, you know, Hyde was hurt with uh, his injury. He looks good to go. Knox. Uh, weird thing from Reed Ferguson with his wrist randomly showing, uh, showing up. So, hopefully he's all good. Um, but... Even, I think, Sal Capaccio said that it didn't look like it was affecting him. Of course, uh, long snappers, kickers, and punters don't get that much time on the practice field. So uh, there isn't much to really do because they also do go inside the training uh, facility to have different uh, looks at like weather conditions and wind and other things to prepare for Miami. And, of course, you're here, so... I, I think that's a huge difference, too, um, with this injury report, that these guys with injuries are not going to get cramps in the middle of the game. I, I think we all watched last year's game and said, why the heck are we playing in Miami? It's too dang hot. It's just too dang hot. I mean, people were getting cramps left and right. I remember Mitch Morse went down, then Greg Manns went down, and then, um, well, we were on our third center or no, Greg Manns was our third center. Ryan Bates went down. 
I, I mean, it's like, where, where are you going to do against that? If you remember in the uh, beginning of the game, too, if you remember the broadcast even went out because of how hot it was, at the, uh, like, TVs, like, the cameras, they just overheated. And right. nobody could get the game for a little bit. And me and my dad are scampering, like, we got to find a radio. we got to turn on the game. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just, like, near the end of the game, just seeing everybody on the ground, I'm like, this is insane. Like, like they're trying to get a touchdown there, or at least a field goal to win the game here. And, like, literally we had to take a timeout because everybody on our team on offense was just lying on the field gasping for air at the end of that game. Right. I mean, they all looked dehydrated, and I remember them doing the temperatures on the field where they put, like, one in the uh, Bills area, and then they put one in the Dolphins area. It was, like, I think a 30-degree difference, you know, with that sun just bearing down on you. Um, Yeah, the injury report is as follows. Ryan Bates, pretty good. Ankle was, he went from did not practice to limited to full. He's good. Uh, Ferguson went full yesterday. Leonard Floyd went full the past two days. No game status for him. He's good. Hyde, same thing. Uh, Last two days were full. Same with Teron Johnson. Uh, Doesn't seem like the hip's really affecting him that much because he was limited on Wednesday, so... That's good to see from one of your best safeties or safeties corners out there. And then Saran Neal was limited in full. He seems good to go too. And then Trey White just had a vet rest on Friday. Whoop-de-doo. Like, he's so hurt. Can't wait to see him napping on the side of the field because of vet rest. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Come on. Come on. Give me it. It's kind of funny. But the Dolphins will be without Jalen Phillips. Uh, their edge rusher, who was going to go on Spencer Brown. He's already having a great year. He is, and I think that is a huge buff in the Bills' favor, that even though we're losing Poyer, Rap can just go back there. Yeah. Which, you know, with the Dolphins' edge rushers, of course, I don't know all the Dolphins' edge rushers, but you haven't really heard a lot about the edge rushers this year, if you're Miami. I, and that could just be because I don't watch their games and because I like squashing the fish every year. Uh, but I, I think it is a huge, huge loss for Miami. And then they also could be without two of their starting offensive linemen, uh, center Connor Williams and left tackle Teron Armstead. They're going to uh, practice today and be evaluated after the session for a status. All right. So – I mean, I if I remember correctly on the injury report for Miami, Teron Armstead had three injuries at the same time. He had a ankle, a hip, and a back, I think it was. Yeah. I, I mean, that dude is just playing through everything. But uh, if either of them are, are out, that is going to be a huge buff for the Bills' defensive line because now you have a little bit easier of a time getting into that backfield, you know, either – Folding up to a tongue of Viola, like a lawn chair, Matt Milano, or uh, even getting to the running game faster uh, because even though they don't run it up the middle a bunch, they do have those couple of plays that they have because they are one of the fastest teams in the league. They can get to the outside as quick as they can. Um, I'm really excited to see Rap. I mean, who, who else is excited to see Rap and what he can do this week? 
I mean, I would have been a little more excited if I saw Poirier out there again, but that's just me. Uh, but I think the Bills signed Rap for a reason. I think people were giving him a little too much hate against Washington and uh, the Raiders. I think Devontae Adams just weird comment from Devontae Adams. Oh, why don't you figure out how to get playing time? Yeah, tell me when he beats Mike I to Jordan Poyer. Oh my what goodness. what reality? Well, Taylor Taylor Rapp be out Micah Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer. Well, I mean, I forgot Jalen Waddle's back. Yeah, he is too. Clear concussion protocol. That's he's good to go. That could be. But no, River Craycraft, and that's the biggest news of all. Who? You don't know who Craycraft is? Craycraft? Yeah. Have you never heard of him? Fancy legend for a couple of weeks. You know I'm a casual. <laughs> yeah, but still. I've never heard of River Craycraft. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to up that knowledge. But before we get to our picks of the week, we got one more thing that we like to do on the Blitz. And everybody knows what time it is. It's Immaculate Grid time. Because who doesn't love the Immaculate Grid? I mean, I do. I know I do. Frank, you love the Immaculate Grid? I'm busting it down right now. He is. He's dancing like a crazy man. If you've never played Immaculate Grid before, it's a 3x3 grid with three teams on top, three teams on the rows. And today's Immaculate Grid is the Detroit Lions, the Atlanta Falcons, and the Baltimore Ravens. And on the rows, it's the Washington Commanders, the LA Rams, and the New Orleans Saints. Oh, oh no. It's actually not that bad. Once you think about it a little bit. You can go Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff here. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Um, play Goff, right? Yeah, I would think Jared Goff. Or, no, Matthew Stafford. Goff played last night. More pe- Goff will be in more people's heads. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll look after, okay? I'm going with Matthew Stafford. 32. Okay, so yeah, Goff probably would have been more. Uh, then you have Detroit Saints. You can do C.J. Gardner-Johnson. C.J.G. CJ, CJ. Unfortunately, out with an injury for the rest of the year. Um, hmm. Now here's where I get lost. Yeah, I can. Uh, wow. Ravens, Washington, Falcons, anyone. Wait, I might have one. Uh, could we do uh for Rams, Falcons, Todd Gurley? Oh, ah, that's yes, fair. yes, yes, that, yes. That's, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a good one. 64%. Yeah. Wow. It makes sense, though. Ravens, uh, Rams, Odell. Yeah. I I, I forget that they now count yeah. because they yeah. played a game. 64%. Yeah, I mean. Same as Todd Girl. Ooh. Ravens, Washington. Oh, Ravens, Washington, RG3. Oh, Very nice. Thank oh you. I, I appreciate that. I I I've been hiding that. I I know Rob. No, I don't. I don't know Rob. You know Robert Griffin the third. I wish. If I can spell his name right, that would be great. R O B, E R T, G R, I, F F N, F F I. Okay, there it is. Fifty-four percent. Okay. 
We're not gonna have a great score, but you know what? No, it's who, gonna be who fair. cares. It's gonna be fair. Who cares? Uh, who else? Who else? Falcons, Washington. Ooh, my Lions, Washingtons is a. Or Saints, Falcons, or Saint Ravens. Saints, Falcons. Oh, I can think. we do Latavius Murray for any of them? Latavius Murray would go Saints. What did he do? Saints, else. Falcons, was or he... no, Saints, Ravens. It was he on the Ravens? I believe. Latavius I feel like Murray he was. was. Yeah. Oh, and I have a Lions, uh, Washington. Washington. L A, T A, V I O U S. Oh, it's the first one that showed up. I put an extra T. Okay, nine percent. Oh, and Let's then go, Owen. Washington, Detroit, Adrian Peterson. I was gonna say oh, AP, but yeah. I didn't know if he played. Sixty-three percent. I hate you. We're very close. We have Washington in uh, Atlanta, and then the Saints in Atlanta. There should be. I feel like there's someone here for Washington. I mean, not is one. Shy Turtle? Shy Turtle, wasn't he a saint? Because I feel like he plays with the Falcons now. Shy Turtle. Or Shy Tuttle. Tuttle, I was going to say Turtle. I call him Turtle. Um, I, I feel like he did. Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't no. want I don't want to mess this up and say yeah. Neither do I. That's why I'm waiting. <laughs> Young Waku has always been a Falcon. Right. Um, Cordero Patterson. Was Cordero Patterson a saint? Wait. No, he, Raider. Heineke? Taylor Heineke? Oh, yeah. Taylor has Taylor Heineke. Heineke played a down, though, as oh. a Falcon? Oh, yeah. I don't think he has yet. Uh, he has to play a down. Yeah, he has to play at least one down, and I that, don't think he has. That was a good grab, though. It is a good pick. It's fair. It's just unfortunate he didn't play. Right. That's what... Uh, this is a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. It always is. Cordell Patterson, he's only been a Raider. Cordell Patterson was a Bear, a Falcon, a Raider... Was he a saint? I don't remember. I don't think he, he was, was a saint. Um, wow. Muhammad Sanu, he was a Falcon and Patriot, and that was it, right? No, he went to 49ers, too. Mm. No, that would have been good. Um, wow. It's just, it's every time it's Washington. Every time. It's always Washington and the Saints. Oh, we don't have Washington. Actually, we did Washington anymore, so it's not even Washington. No, it is Washington still. No, it's really the Falcons, though. Yeah. It's really all, the all Falcons. You can, all I remember is, like, that 2016 team. I really want to go shy tuttle with do it. Falcons and just do shy Saints. I, I feel like it's just... I was wrong. You make <laughs> me wrong. angry? I'm sorry! I thought he did, okay? There's sh- I feel like there's a big name for Saints-Falcons. I feel like there's someone big there. Let's, Matt Ryan... Breeze, it's always been Breeze. Oh my goodness, running backs, running backs, running backs. No defensive players, any good Tyron Matthew? No, oof, this is this is just straight tough. I should know this considering I hate both of these teams and I've had to watch them kill me every year. Um, I almost feel like it has to be like a running back or something. That's I can't what I'm, think of right, else. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think, but I don't think it's a big one. I, I'm going to give us one more minute. Will Clap? For which Saints... Uh, no, it's... No, Will Clap, he, I think, has always been a, a saint. A saint. <sighs> because... 
gotta be William Clavington. Um, oh uh, hmm. did Roddy White go anywhere after? I don't think so. Okay. Can we do Dion? Wait, Dion Sanders? No. No, Was... Dion. Yeah, Sanders. No. I thought about it. He doesn't work. Reggie Bush? No. No, he was no, never a Falcon. He was never a Falcon. Uh, no. Oh, no. I was gonna <laughs> go Marcus Mariota. For no, no. I know it didn't work. Um, he wasn't a uh, Washington. If you're calling it, if you're listening, call in and help. If you know <laughs> call anything. in and help. We need a help Saint line. Falcon and a Falcon Washington Commander or Washington Redacted. You know, there's we, even breaking news about that. We may have to start calling them the Redskins soon. Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, geez, do we just want to go Cordell Patterson, Washington Falcons? Yeah. I I feel he like that's Washington, the, though. He would. I, I feel like I feel like Cordell Patterson. It's closer to be Saint Falcon than what was? He? No, he was never. He wasn't a, a commander. He wasn't a football teamer. He wasn't a Redskin. But for some reason, I see Cordell Patterson in a Saints jersey. I, I, it could be I, someone I else that I'm thinking you. of. I will trust you, Frank. I, I, we got we to move on. D-A. Stop it. <laughs> nope. Mm. 501 rarity score. What did we miss? We missed. Well, we know what we missed. Deion Sanders worked? What? Oh, I knew it. For- Washington Falcons. I don't remember him in Washington. He was a Redskin? Oh, yeah. It was like one season. Not even, I think. I Primetime was a Redskin? That just hit me. That. I forgot about that. I saw someone on TikTok the other day. I was like, no way. That's why I mentioned that. I was like, I think I remember him with a Redskin logo on his helmet. I'm I not don't sure. ever remember that. The other one was Joe Horn, which was the most popular. With... not getting that. Yeah, never would have guessed that. I, I wanted to see. Yeah, what else could we have missed on? Uh, This is Falcon Saints. Bobby Herbert, or no. Hebert. No. If we want, want to go him. Uh, Luke McCown. I was not getting that. Wow. Um, let's see. What else is there? Uh, not Andre that. Roberts. Andre Roberts is a good pull, oh, but I was, I was not getting that. Roberts. Yeah. He's used so much, too, yeah. because he's been around a about Around That's the world, when you here. start thinking of German. Jerry Jones. I don't think it's the owner Jerry Jones, but it is. There is a Jerry Jones. Well, yeah, but there's not an athletic bone or moral bone in that body. But you know, uh, Thomas Morstead. Morstead is know a... who he is. Mm. That that oh, one. I could have guessed that. That was. That should have been a pull. See, this just makes me Desmond Trufant. Trufant. Oh. <gasps> He was with the Saints for two games. Yeah, but I know that makes me angry. Okay, and then what about Falcons, Washington? Only 69 players. I had to mention it. (laughs) Uh, If you say a name, I'm going to be upset. Randy Johnson. The Diamondbacks pitcher? (laughs) He was a quarterback, so who knows? Um, he is a photographer the, um, for the NFL. Right. I remember hearing about that. Let's see. Ken Griffey was at the... Yeah, Andre Roberts would have worked mm. here. Um, That's upsetting. That is very upsetting. I miss Andre Roberts on the Bills. He was really good for us. <laughs> he was. D'Angelo Hall. 
I know I would have never guessed D'Angelo Hall. That's upsetting. Dion. Great pull with Dion. It was like, yeah, it was right. I'm sorry we didn't believe you. I just like. Okay, I don't even believe myself. I just threw it out there. Because <laughs> when I think of Dion, like, that must have been the last team he played for, right? Must have uh... been, or the first. No, no, it was no, the last. He was last. Yeah. He I, played with Washington just in 2000 for the whole season. I genuinely, I have no like picture of that in my head. Did you guys know Jerry Rice uh, played on the Seahawks for See, a year? Yeah. I said that I, know that. I said that like three weeks ago. Was I was like, I know some ridiculous players played for the Seahawks, but I didn't know if it was Jerry Rice or T.O. All right, we gotta head to a break because. Immaculate Grid took a little bit more time than I thought it would, and we gotta make our picks. So when we come back, we'll be making our week week four picks, and we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some excitement. We're gonna have some yelling, like always. So keep listening to the Blitz on ninety one point three FM. Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM. If you know what that music means, the music means we're going to make some picks. I'm still Dan Dale, joined by Frank the Tank and Brayden Hayes. Woo! Woo! Two claps on Ric Flair. Woo! No one clapped and no one wooed. But the first game we're going to start with... We're going overseas. We're going to the pond. We we are going to pick the London game. Throw that tea into the harbor, baby. This week is the Kyle Pitts game of the Atlanta Falcons between the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, a jolly good show. Yes, yes. Frank, you will start with your fish and chips. And then we will head over to Brayden. And then we will finish with me. It's got to be the Jaguars in it. It's got to be the Jags. They're in their home. It's a home game for them. Just move the Jaguars to London. Um, Yeah, I expect a rebound game. I need Calvin really to absolutely pop off. And against a, you know, a decent Falcons defense. I can see, you know, I'm putting up some pressure. But T-Law and those boys, Travis Etienne, they're going to... They're going to march into London... And uh, deliver the goodies to the queen herself. Oh, she's dead. Nope. <laughs> Put that in the quote book. There it goes. I celebrated that day with a nice pop of champagne. <laughs> um, yeah, um, London doesn't deserve our game. So, um, Jags. Jags 28, Falcons 13. Brayden? Uh, give me the Jags, easy. I think T-Law is going to show out. Um, Atlanta, I like them. They're kind of like a hype team sort of thing. Like, they got a lot of guys. Their roster looks a lot better on paper. I hope Bijan shows out, though. But, yeah, give me the Jags. And I will also. I got to make sure I have. I I can't. I got to make sure I have music. I'm telling you, you have to salute like this because they're losers and they lost. That is true. They are big, fat losers over there, over across the pond. But the Jacksonville Jaguars will be the winners of this game, of course. I think that's very easy. But I do. I will make the random stat of the day. Kyle Pitts. 
three touchdowns! Really? Three touchdowns! <laughs> Mr. London himself will have a game! But the Jacksonville Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, and Travis Etienne will beat the heck out of those dirty birds! Jacksonville Jaguars win! Now back to your regular schedule program. What a segment! Nice. What, a, what a little bit! I know. I'm gonna do that next week. Also, too. um, not only is it the um the London game, it's also the Toy Story game. It is. Yeah, that is true. And I will not be awake for it. Oh, I forget it's London. Yeah, nine in the morning, baby. Losers, big losers. Ah, uh, let's move on. The Baltimore Ravens against the Creepless, maybe Creepless. Cleveland Browns. Um, who's playing? Who's the backup? Uh, the long name. Jacoby I, Brissett? No. Oh, no, it's the uh, rookie, right? It's the rookie um, with the very long name. Ah, yes. Um, They abbreviate his name, though. Uh, was it the one that you told me to pronounce because I, I wasn't going to get it? No. No, that wasn't him. DTR. DTR. Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah. Good job, Ray. Well, no matter who's throwing the ball, you can do better than Deshaun Watson. The creep pervert deserves to be in jail, but no matter what. I'm going Cleveland. I'm not hyped. I'm not sold on this Ravens team. Lamar Jackson is uh, fifth in rushing leading this year, which I love Lamar Jackson. I want him to do great. I'm glad he got his bag. But he can't beat these running back allegations, and I'm going to continue with that because this Browns defense is legit and it's real. I'm going Cleveland. I'm going to go, it's not going to be a good game. It's not going to be a good game. I'm going to go Cleveland 17, uh, Ravens 10. I love what I saw from DTR in the preseason. I think he's going to be good, uh, especially in Cleveland. Browns defense, I'm liking it. Give me Cleveland by 7. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to be a little bit of a shocker. I think the defense is going to be outstanding, but... But if Deshaun Watson is out after his first good game in two years, I I just think Baltimore has a slight edge. I don't think slight. So. You know, it, it's not that you know Deshaun Watson is bad, but I just don't think you can have your backup quarterback in there against another good defense in the Baltimore Ravens, even though they just lost to Gardner Minshew. Don't talk bad. No, about I'm, just saying, I'm just saying they lost to Gardner Minshew. But I did trade away the creep on my fantasy team and got Good. Jalen Hurts for him. Good. I got Jalen Hurts. Anyone who has Deshaun Watson on their team, I'm disappointed in you. Uh, I'm appalled. I'm disgusted. I'm sick of you. Uh, creep Herbert belongs in jail. Next game. Uh, but I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they'll win by Justin Tucker's got to make up for the game-winning uh, field goal. Yes, yes. I, I think it's going to be... I'm going to think it's going to be 17 to 14. Okay. Very low defensive game. A lot of turnovers probably. I wouldn't be shocked. Moving on to the Rams and the Indianapolis Pat McAfee. I was going to wear my Pat McAfee jersey today. <laughs> I put it on, but I was like, it's too big, so I can't wear it. Um, I'm liking Indy. Anthony Richardson's back, confirmed. And he was balling out before he got um, was entered in concussion protocol. I think he's going to come back and start balling out again. Give me the Colts going 24 
to... Who are they playing? The Rams. Uh, oh, wait. The Rams have been kind of good. But, you know, Cooper Cup is still not back. They ever, everyone knows Puka Nakua. You know, you got at least two on him because he's great. And then Tyler Higby just got paid. So, you know, usually whenever someone gets paid, they um regress a little. As we see out of Joe Burrow. But I'm going to take uh, Colts 24, uh, Rams 21 by a field goal. I've been liking what I'm seeing uh, from the Colts so far and Anthony Richardson. I'm happy he's back. Give me Indy by... I mean, Rams have also been good. They've kind of surprised me. I mean, I didn't... I thought they were going to fall off sooner and later, to be honest. But give me Indy by a field goal. I guess I'll be a lone wolf again. I'm going to take the Rams. You. I think Stafford's really good. I think Nakua's uh, at least decent for... Well, he's done his first three games. Tutu Atwell has been showing up. Kyron Williams, I, I think he's going to have a great game, even though this Colts defense has been really good. Uh, I think they've in their last two games have had 10 sacks and a turnover in each of their games. So it, they're nothing to laugh at this year so far. Richardson, you know, he did do really well. He did have the two rushing touchdowns before he got pulled out of the game last time in week two. But I just think the Rams and Matthew Stafford don't want to lose again, even on a short week. Uh, Rams, I, I, hmm. Rams 31, Colts 24. Ooh, nice little high scoring game there. Yeah. Uh, next, we'll move over to the big state of Texas. And we're going to do the Houston Texans against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Deep in the heart of Texas. Give me the Houston Texans. Two shocking, upsetting victories in a week. Two in a row. Bro. Two in a row. I know what I'm saying, Daniel. Thank it you didn't so seem much. Like I, it. I really appreciate your help. <laughs> uh, that Pittsburgh Steelers defense is elite. They're great. TJ, um, TJ, TJ Watt. Oh my God. Drinks. Don't. <laughs> I can't speak anymore. Uh, no, I think TJ Watt's going to have an amazing game, but I really like CJ Stroud. I think they put up a really good win against the Jags. And I don't believe in that Steelers offense, even though Najee Harris is my running back. I expect a big game out of him, but Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, I don't expect much out of. So give me Texans. 24, Steelers 14. Give me Houston. Um, as long as I can. <laughs> oh my God. Um, as long as Houston can uh, contain TJ Watt, I think, I think they have it. I love CJ Stroud. I think he'll be the best quarterback in that class, personally, or at least from what I'm seeing right now. So, um, I don't have a score. I just know. I just, I just have them. They're my pick. Uh, I'm gonna choose. Houston, we have a sweep. Oh! Yeah, uh, yeah I have to choose Houston after uh, beating Jacksonville. They're coming off too high of highs uh, to not pick them. And Pittsburgh didn't really look that great against the, the Raiders. If, you know, Jimmy G played a little bit better, we might be uh, looking at a team that was not 2-1 with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Houston just passes way too much where I think I, I know Levi Wallace because I watched him for so many years. And Levi likes to stand 
five to eight yards back, and he still gets beat. So it's going to happen again. Just just mark my words. And Patrick Peterson will have his delayed reaction again. I'm going to take Houston. Let's, let's go freaky with this one. 40 to 21. Hey, Dan, I got some NFL news if it's okay to interrupt. Yeah, we have breaking news, right. sure. An NFL player who bet on games involving his own team will now be suspend, suspended indefinitely for two seasons. That just came out. I just got a notification about it. So, oh, yeah, betting so on your own. So, violation is one year, and if a player bets on his own team, it's two years. Yeah. Any game fixing will result in banishment. Banishment! To the Shadow Realm. <laughs> to the Shadow Realm with you. Hey, don't you come back. Good. Crack down on this, especially the refs. Players. Jamison Williams better be careful. Calvin really better be careful. My man's my wide receiver, too. He needs to be careful. That's true. Uh, all right. Let's move on. And, uh, oh, here. M. Scheffner kind of broke it down a little bit. Uh, let's see. Betting on non-NFL sports from the workplace will not lead to discipline. First violation, two-game suspension without pay. Second violation, six-game suspension uh, without pay. Third violation, suspension without pay for at least a year. Wow. So, big news coming out of the NFL. Nothing about the refs, though. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on to Toilet Bowl. Which one? The Denver. It's on fire, Broncos, and we can't put it out. Versus the I can't throw a pass, Bears. Who cares about this game? People. You think Denver cares anymore? You think Chicago Bears fans care anymore? I would after think the, after the very, Well, if very they care on who gets the first pick of the draft. That is true. This actually has massive implications. <laughs> I, I guess give me the Broncos. Let Russ... Um, Somewhat cook? Let Russ um, crack the eggs. Okay. We can let him do that. Let him do something. Yeah, you, you can scramble him. He can... Mm, that's a little too much for him right oh, now. Oh, it's sunny side up. It's not danger rust for him right now. Okay, okay. Let's just let's just have him. Let's have him just pour the milk into the bowl. That's all he's got to do. <laughs> all he's got to do. I love that analogy. Um, I man. <laughs> I guess I'll go Broncos just because I think their defense needs to put up a good performance and against a Bears team that sucks. Um, is awful, god awful, trash. Um, mediocre. Not mediocre. They're actually the worst in the league. Give me Broncos. Let's. They're gonna. I think they're gonna put up above twenty this season. I mean, this year, this game, whatever. I don't care. That's much. I don't like the Broncos. Let's give them twenty-one. <laughs> By only one point, they go above twenty. Let's give the Bears seven. Fair. Oh yeah. Um, give me Chicago just because I know for a fact that Justin Fields wants his job. I mean, if that makes any sense, it's in Chicago. I mean, that'll give him a little, a little bit of a boost, but. I mean, Justin Fields is going to have to pick it up eventually. And, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Or in, um, that Broncos defense, you saw in Miami or whatever. So, give me the Bears. Frank, I agree with you. Uh, I think we can have Russ 
put a little cereal with the milk. Yeah, that's all. That's all he needs to yeah, do. Yeah, all he needs to do. He he's got the Lucky Charms, you know, with Sean Payton as the marshmallows, you know. <laughs> but I I think this Broncos team has been doing well in some cases where their offense has been ten times better than what they were last year. Uh, really, the only thing that needs work is the defense, and you don't really need a great defense when you're facing the Bears. No. Yeah, Frank knows because Tampa Bay beat them. Uh-huh. Did you just put um tiss to that? Yeah, I put dumb tiss. That tits. wasn't a joke. You just said that the Buccaneers beat them. Yeah, Thank with you. their bad defense, though. That's what I implied. Excuse me? Yeah, I'm in this mic now. I'm in your face. Why are you in my face? Get out of my personal space. Absolutely not. I don't disrespect my Buccaneers defense like that again. Uh, but, yeah, I'll take the Broncos. I, I think they'll get to – you have 21. I'll go 28. And I, like I think the Bears will go 10. Let's do a good 10. Add a field goal to yours. Yeah. Uh, moving on, let's just do the other toilet bowl. Let's do – the Mr. I'm on set for records and also being 0-17 Minnesota Vikings against the... Oh, hi. You remember Andy Dalton? Yeah, we have him. Carolina Panthers? Yeah, that's us. Hey, how's it going? Minnesota has to win, right? I would hope. Minnesota has to win. You have Justin Jefferson, who's on pace for one of the best receiving seasons of all time. You have Kirk Cousins... Projected for over 6,000 yards. They have to win, right? And they're projected to go 0 7. They have to win. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think the Panthers honestly look better with Andy Dalton, but I just like the Red Rocket. I think he's an absolute dog. But, um, why? What are you laughing at? I said dog. Nothing, nothing, Andy Dalton's going. a dog. Andy Dogton. No, uh, give me the Minnesota Vikings. Give me them. 35-21. to 21. Nice little respectable score. I think the Carolina Panthers with Adam Thielen that, um, as you know, Pat McAfee said, a white man and Adam Thielen going up and putting on some good points. Let's give, let's give it. Let's, give, let's, let's, let's let them score 21. I'll go 28-10 uh, mini Minnesota. All right. I think, like, if they lose this game, I mean, like you said, they need to win. It's over. I mean, they are way better than their record of 0-3 with how everybody, I mean, with Kirk and uh, uh, Justin Jefferson, all that. So, give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings also. Even though I think Adam Thielen will have a pretty good game just because it's his revenge game. I wouldn't be shocked if there will be an upset. Um, I'm going to take it closer than I feel that you guys are taking it. I'm going to go 24-21. I genuinely forgot this is Adam Thielen's revenge this game. This is Adam Thielen's revenge game, baby. The white boy, as Pat McAfee calls him. Right. Could have a good... Could have, you could have a great game. Two touchdowns, I'm calling it. And DJ Chark ain't that bad either. He's not bad. He's not bad. Moving on to... Oh, let's go here. Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if this is going to be shocking, but I got the Patriots. I, I like... Depending on what happens with Mac Jones from whatever weird thing we're hearing about. I'm going McCorkle over those Dallas Cowboys. There's Dak Prescott. Dan, how many times have I said this every time we talk about the Cowboys? Dak Prescott 
not a good quarterback. Everyone say it with me. Dak Prescott is not a good quarterback. He's not. But you have decent targets in um, C.D. Lamb, um, uh, Brandon Cooks. I don't said Amari Cooper, but he's not there anymore. Uh, Tony Pollard, who, who's been kind of silent. Really had that? In the end zone, he's been silent. Yeah. He, really... he has been doing well yard-wise. Yeah, but like in terms of scoring, you really yeah, haven't heard no, much not from that him. Much. Defensively, they're fine. But, you know, you lose Trayvon Diggs. Right. Massive blow to your secondary. So, Give me Patriots. Ooh, do I want to do a weird score here? Give me Patriots 17, Cowboys 14. Okay, that's not bad at all. I'm taking Dallas here, especially because, it, I mean, it's going to help us in the AFC. So, um, and as a Jet fan, I can't I can't be taking the Patriots too. So it's like, I, I know that's biased, but I also... He's got to make sure one team's down at the bottom with him. <laughs> I, yeah, I need some company. Um... I, I don't think Dallas is bad, and I think they're going to need to pick it up. I mean, they've been known as a team that always that always just doesn't doesn't get it going, um, especially in the playoffs. I think this could be their year, so give me Dallas. Uh, I don't have a score. Ezekiel Elliott revenge game, baby! I forgot about give that, too. Give me the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. I have never been so excited to pick the Patriots. Just because of Ezekiel Elliott. And I just want them to beat Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott and Micah Parsons. Ugh, Micah Parsons. Don't like Micah Parsons. Too much of personality. Uh, but I, I just think Bill's going to outcoach McCarthy. That's the big thing. Uh, his defense has still been looking good. And remember, the Patriots' losses have only come within single digits. He hasn't lost a double-digit game yet. So, uh, until I see that happen, I'm going to take Patriots here. Let's go over to the ring-a-ding place where one team just clinched playoffs in the MLB. Say hello to the Liberty Bell. Oh. The Philadelphia Eagles (laughs) versus the... We have Abraham Lincoln in the background. Washington Commanders. Ooh. Do I want to go Eagles? I don't. Was that tush pushes uh, making some headways, some headlines around the NFL on why it should not the be Philly, allowed? The Philadelphia tush pushers? Well, the tush pushers. But, I mean, it's the Eagles. They're the second best team in the NFC. I mean, and Commanders, they look fine. You know, you lose a tough game against the Bills, and you have to play the Eagles right next, which is insane for them. But I like Eric Bieniemy. I think they'll put up a decent game offensively, but um, you can't really stop that tush push. So give me Eagles. Uh, give me Eagles twenty-one, Commanders twenty. I don't think it's gonna be that close, I, because um, considering what the Bills did to uh, Washington. Um, I'm taking Philly, especially. Like, I can't see the commander starting out that hot. I mean, I do like Sam Howell, but give me Philly by 14. I have one thing to say to all those Washington Commanders fans. This is because...
yeah, baby. Till it hurts. Let's go, baby. I can do this again. Fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! Thank you. That has been my, my Eagles theme for today. Uh, so Eagles, you're taking the Commanders. Cool. Eagles, uh, <laughs> Eagles, let's go 31, Washington 14. Just know you disgust me, by the way. I just want to say that out loud and clear. Just because of that? Uh, next game... Fine, since I disgust you so much, let's talk about your team. Okay. Let's go to the Frank to Take Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Norwin Hurricane Orleans Saints. Bucks by a million. Famous Jameis is playing. I believe so, right? It's pretty much confirmed. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Actually, David Carr is questionable. Er, Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Derek Carr is questionable. But I, I think it's famous, Jameis. Um, Bucks come off a hard loss against the Eagles. It could have been a lot closer than it was. We just made too many mistakes handling the ball. Rashad White. <laughs> uh. Um, I think this is a must-win bounce-back game, especially a divisional rival in the Saints, who look great. They, I no. I take back what I said. They don't look great. They look fine. I think the Bucks look better. I think they are better. I think if you're going to be any game to get back on track, go 3-1. and one. It's against these New Orleans Saints. Give me the Buccaneers. 28. New Orleans, 13. The Bucks dominate! I think it'll be competitive. I mean, playing in New Orleans, it gets pretty wild there. But I do think Baker and the Bucks will be back on track. Woo! Bucks by 7. Not by a billion, but seven. I think that's reasonable. Do it. Frank? Yeah, no, I know. Come on, just do it. I'm taking the tan New Orleans Saints! I am taking the New Orleans Saints! I will be the lone wolf here! Oh, baby, has Chris Olave stepped up? Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara is back. That defense is phenomenal. Give me the New Orleans Saints. Did you say that defense is phenomenal? Yeah, that New Orleans Saints defense is phenomenal. Mike Evans ain't going to catch a pass, buddy. I hope (laughs) you like the Kate Octon show. You know we have Chris Godwin, right? Yeah, he won't do anything either. Trust me, I haven't even fancy. He was iffy. Uh, but I'm going to take the Saints. I think this is going to be another low, low-scoring game. I'm going to go 21-20. So, it's close. But I think the Saints can inch it out with Jameis doing his normal thing of three touchdowns and three picks. <laughs> Let's move on to the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. Bengals all the way. Tennessee is an absolute dumpster fire of a team right now. DeAndre Hopkins, trash. Ryan Tannehill, trash. Your king. Say it. 
Say it. Trash. Wow. Put up two fantasy points. Get out of my face. Uh, Bengals, this is the game that turns it all around, baby. Just like last season. Start 0-2. What do they do? Start picking up momentum. Joe Burrow. Joe Burr, Joey Ice. Jamar Chase. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. This is the game that puts the Bengals right back in the mix of everything. And they're going to go on a little run. It's going to start with these Tennessee Tennessee losers. Because Tannehill's not a good quarterback right now. And DeAndre Hopkins, not good. Derrick Henry, not good. Traylon Burks is also out. Traylon Burks, out. What are you going to do? Kevin Bayard is washed now. Tennessee's a bad team. It's not 2019 anymore. It's not 2020 anymore. This team's not good. And Bengals all the way. Give me Bengals 35, Tennessee 10. Dan, if you're still going with your guy here, Derrick Henry, you might be the lone wolf again. I'm going Bengals by 7. I think it'll be competitive. I don't think it should be. I think the Bengals should be a way better team. But hopefully Joey B and all of them can get back on track here. Oh, no. The best segment of the show is about to begin. Clip for your king and bow down to Jake Henry. I can't keep going. I can't. Because I can't take him. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it! His kingdom's crumbling. The supporting pieces around the kingdom are crumbling! No. Derek is the only one carrying the team! The entire kingdom is crumbling. No matter how much he is the king, and no matter how much heart I have for him, Bengals. If you didn't hear that, Bengals. Because I don't want to say it that long. Because it makes me very disappointed in myself. Let's go Bengals! Is that who you picked, Daniel? The Bengals? The Cincinnati Bengals? We don't need to talk about it anymore. No, is that who you picked? Over your king? We don't don't need to talk about it. Okay, I can be... Okay, up in spirits again. Okay, we can do this. I can get through this. Yeah. Uh, Let's move. Next game. Let's go to the Golden Gate Bridge. And let's do San Francisco versus the... I, I'm trying to think of a name. You okay? I, You know, Arizona Cardinals. I don't have a name for you. Sorry. You're just not that impressive. What? I think the Cardinals have looked very impressive. For being the team that we thought they were going to be. That, that might ruin my pick, but I don't For care. what they are, they have impressed me. They have impressed me. Josh Dobbs is looking like a... <gasps> a dog! I love how you say that. Rondale Moore is a... Dog! But they're going to lose. Because they're playing the 49ers. <laughs> a team that I think is destined for the Super Bowl in the NFC. You have that immaculate, impeccable, stupendous defense. And you have Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, run CMC. Arizona's not going to be able to do a lot this game. feel bad for them. You know, you go into what was supposed to be a tough game with them with the Cowboys, and they come out victorious into another absolute dogfight with the, the 49ers. Give me San Fran 28, 
Uh, Arizona 14. I think they'll put up a little bit of a fight, but overall, it's not going to be enough. Give me San Fran. I'll go 28-7. Um, I love Purdy. I think he's, I think he's their guy. Their defense is great. I mean, I just can't see Arizona winning this. I don't care that they beat Dallas last week. I think it's not a fluke. I think Arizona is better than we all thought. Um, but our expectations for them were already pretty low. Yeah, give me the 49ers. It's too easy of a pick. Even with, if there is a chance in a world where both Debo and Brandon Ayuk are out, I still think they have a better chance at winning just because of that defense and how great it is. And they still even have George Kittle. So I I just think San Fran has too much of an easy game to let it go past them. But it will be close because I've learned one thing. Arizona always makes it close, no matter how much you don't want it to be. I'm going to go with the 49ers' favorite number, 30 to 27. I think it's going to be close. We got four more games. Next game is the Las Vegas Raiders against the I Don't Have Fans Chargers. Herbo's about to ball out. They lose Mike Williams for the season. Massive blow. You still got Keenan Allen. And supposedly Austin Eckler may be playing. He did practice today. Full participant? Uh, Not for sure. Mm. You know, as as long as he's at least practicing a little bit, I'll take it. Uh, Raiders, garbage. Garbage organization for the past few years. Chargers are on the up and up again. Let's go. Bolt up. Give me the Chargers. I'm expecting a big day out of Herbo because I really need it. Give me Chargers 35, Raiders 13. Give me LA. I think Herbo's going to go off too. Um, Vegas, I mean, just the place they're in right now, um, all the media surrounding Jones, I mean, I don't, like it's. I feel like it would be hard playing too. I mean, just knowing that as a, as a Raider and like knowing their past with guys like that. It's just hard to stay focused, and I mean, they're they're not as good. The Chargers are way better. Give me LA by ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree with everybody here. Chargers are gonna easily win this game, or should easily win this game. Um, I think Joshua Palmer is a great number three. Now moving up to the number two. And have Quinton Johnson if you want to use him and get him a couple of reps in this game. Uh, this is the perfect game to do it because the Raiders just aren't that good. Major, maybe not a hot take, but major prediction. Josh McDaniels fired week eight. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's very believable. I, I think at this point, he doesn't have much time left on that clock. Let's move to the Sunday night game which is where the Bills and the Dolphins should be playing, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the New York Jets. Taylor Swift is in attendance? Uh, supposedly. She is. She will be. Supposedly. Big night for Zachy Poo and those Jets. Salah's got to do something. He's got to get that trust back. He's got he's to start rebuilding that locker room. Are you forgetting about the GOAT Trevor Simeon? He's not playing. Is he not? No. Oh. He's not playing. Brayden? 
I don't believe so. Yeah, no, I haven't I, heard. Yeah, I think this is too bad. That influenced my whole pick. This is Zach's last shot, I believe, at proving that he can at least put a competent drive together and place the ball well. And if he doesn't, it doesn't matter because the Chiefs are going to steamroll them. Jets have a good defense, top three. I say it all the time. Actually, hold on. Uh? I like the Chiefs' offense, but it's not. Uh? If they can somehow can contain Kelsey, who are you going to stop? Sky Moore? MVS? Hold on. Hold oh, on. Hold on. I like where this is going. In I Met- would think you should. In MetLife, Taylor Swift is in attendance. Shut down Kelsey. Ooh. The Chiefs win by 14. <laughs> Give it to me 28 to... 28 to 14. All right. Wait, that's not 14. That's not points, right? Wait. No, I'm right. 21, 28 to 14. Give me the Jets. I got to. Um, I do not like how they're going about their O-line, though. With Dwayne Brown out, um, they moved Mekhi Becton to back to left tackle when he spent all the summer, all that, all practice at right tackle. And they were praising him there. They were saying that he's that's when he's his best self and he struggles at left tackle uh lincoln tomlinson he's been at left guard i like him mcgovern at center he's been falling off a little bit but still good enough flyman uh joe titman will be at right guard which i'd love to see him but like against that kansas city defense it's just like a lot of pressure on you and he played last week but not I don't think he got that much time. And then Vera Tucker will be at right guard, uh, tackle, excuse me. So that's interesting. And then um, I'd love to see Max Mitchell in there. I think they should have incorporated him somehow. Even if it's at right guard, I think he's been with us longer. Um, but I mean, I hope we don't get embarrassed. I hope Zach Wilson doesn't embarrass himself that much. And I hope we can stay in the game. Hopefully win it. Dan? Give me the Chiefs. Pretty easy. I I think it's going to be a complete blowout. I don't care how good your defense is. No offense. But it's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, even though I do have to face Travis Kelsey. So hopefully it's Sky Moore. Chiefs, a big whopping 40. Three against a Jets big fat zero. No. Forty-three to zero, baby. No. Shut up. It might no. get bad, but not that bad. Oh, it will be that bad. Worse, Trust me. Worse than the Chicago Bears. Yeah. No, Dan. Yes. Dan, no. Let Dan. me have this. Forty-three to zero. Kansas City chops them down. We need to make the. We need. We need a punishment for Monday for whatever happens. Oh, jeez. Because that's outrageous. It's not outrageous at all. Uh, let's move to Monday night with the Seattle Seahawks and the I don't know what to do with the ball Giants. Get this garbage team off prime time. Get Daniel Jones off my TV. I don't. I don't. The Giants aren't good. What are we doing? I know Brian Dable, you know, coach of the year, blah, 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 whatever. 
you lose Saquon. Is he still out? He's still out for like another two games, uh, right? Right now, he's questionable, questionable but he probably will be out. I think it's probably doubtful he comes in and plays. Yeah. Darren Waller's not good. He's a bum now. What happened? I mean... And well, the, he did face San Francisco last week, so... I don't care. Okay. You get pay, you pay Daniel Jones that much money, you expect him to play like an absolute elite quarterback, which true. he's not. Which is true. Give me, I mean, Seattle's good. Seattle's great, actually. JSN is an absolute Tyler dog. Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Dog. DK Metcalf. Maybe out. He, I think he's going to play. Geno Smith, though. Dog. Dog. Jet legend. Jet legend. Jet legend. Oh, you cannot take credit for him. <laughs> you cannot take credit yeah, for him at all. Um... Seattle Seahawks by so many. I think they win by 21. Give me, yeah, Seahawks 35. Uh, see, uh, see, uh, Brain. <laughs> Brain, work, please. Uh, and then Giants 10, which is way more than 21, but I don't care. I'm not a math person. I'm doing sports. <laughs> ra- I'm doing sports radio. Everyone calm down. Math person. Give me Seattle. I don't think. I don't think the Giants are good. I think that Seattle's going to come into MetLife and stomp them. I mean, it's like, I feel like it's normal occurrence for your team to get embarrassed in MetLife with the Jets and Giants. Like, go to a prime, like, I've been to a primetime game. It was not fun. I mean, (laughs) as a Jet fan, I don't think it's going to look nice for the Giants. I don't have a score, really, but I'd say two scores, 14. Oh, I think this is an easy game. Seahawks all the way. Geno Smith, Tyler Lockett. Give me two touchdowns for them. I I think they're going to hook up twice. Maybe JSN gets in on the fun. Maybe Kenneth Walker kind of has a couple of runs. Who knows? But I think that Giants defense is so bad. I feel so bad because Whit Martindale is a good coach. He just doesn't have the players to run his defense right now. Um, And also... The Giants don't have wide receivers. Remember, their number one wide receiver was our number six. Kind of bad. Um, even though I do like Isaiah Hodgins and wish him all the best. And maybe he'll come back one day. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but I got to take the Seahawks in this. Seahawks. Ooh. You know what? Blowout of the week. Even bigger blowout than the Chiefs game. Seahawks score 50 points against a Giants respectable 10. Yeah. I, I think that's that's fair. Uh, and then, let's go to the last game, like always. The Bills and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Remember how you picked the Saints? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna do it again? Bit the Jets last time. Week one. Two, a tug of Viola. No, don't you dare turn. Oh. No, I had to. I have to watch your levels, Frank. Two, a tug of Viola. Dog. Tyree Kill. And th- the definition of a dog. Roheem Moser. Dog. The Bills went 28 to, um, to uh, Dolphins 21. What? What? 28-21 Bills? Yeah. Okay. Give me the Bills, of course. Um, 
I just got a notification that Dem uh, Demar Hamlin, he'll be back. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, squish the fish. That's all I gotta say. As a Jet fan, I don't care. Give me the Bills because the Bills make me wanna shout. Make me wanna shout. <laughs> Isn't that the song? Yeah, it is. Uh, but the Bills should win this game just to make the division a little bit easier of a route to win the first seed. And I think the Bills will do that with a 38-35 victory. I think it's going to be close. They've gone over 30 points the last two games. I, I think they're going to do it again. And that does it for the pick for week four of the NFL season. Moving quick. Oh, my God. We're already a quarter of the way. But we also have breaking news. Jamison Williams, his suspension has been dropped down a little bit. He gets to play next week. Let's go. Another big weapon added that already stacked Moved Lions. from six to four. He spent the four-game suspension now, and he gets to play next week. So uh, if you have Josh Reynolds on your fantasy team, consider dropping him. I'm picking up Jamison Williams right now. Right. Are, are you doing it in our league? In the media men league? Right now I'm doing my money league. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, I got I to win. And then also, I mentioned River Craycraft. He's on injured reserve. Oops. Uh, the Dolphins also brought up Eric Usakanma. If, if he's listening and I say his name wrong, he can call in and correct me. I'm okay with that. But we're at the end of the show. Frank, you know what to do. Find me on X slash Twitter at Frank561Lopez or on Instagram at FrankLopez underscore 561. He went into high school musical mode there, everybody. Brayden, go ahead. Find me on Instagram at 66BHZ. And you can find me on Twitter at double underscore D capital W N Y. Hopefully you have a great weekend. We're just a couple of dogs heading into the weekend. Go Bills! Go Bucks! Go Jets!